Welcome back. I'm Carolyn Stain, and you're listening to Classic Lunch, proudly brought to you by First for Women Insurance. Now, every day of this month, I've been speaking to some truly remarkable women here on Classic 1027 because, of course, it's Women's Month here in South Africa. And today's guest is definitely that, remarkable. Her story is as beautiful as her name and reads like a modern-day fairy tale. She was born in the small rural town of Pietritith in Pumalanga, and she has risen to the very top of the opera world, performing in legendary venues such as La Scala, Carnegie Hall, the Royal Opera House, and the Metropolitan Opera. She has sung with world-renowned Italian tenor Andrea Bocelli in New York's Central Park. And last year, she was awarded an Italian knighthood, the Order of Knight of the Italian Star. And she's certainly making South Africa incredibly proud. I'm talking about internationally acclaimed South African soprano, Pretty Yende, and I'm just so thrilled to have her on the line right now from her hotel room in Europe. Hello, Pretty. Hi, hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm thrilled. I'm over the moon that I'm talking to you. It's such an honor to be speaking to you here on Classic Lunch this afternoon. Such a pleasure for me. I'm painting myself. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me in your show. Pretty, I know you've told the story many times because, as I mentioned earlier, I've been stalking you on social media. Um, (laughs) But for some of our listeners that might not know your story, tell us a bit about your childhood growing up as a young woman in Pitratif. I was very fortunate that I I grew up in a family that that is so used to music. You know, music was always in the house. I remember each and every night after supper we would sing as a family came from church. And so the journey of music, all the, the seeds of music for me really began quite early in my life. I remember my grandmother would teach me songs actually on our way to church so that when we get to church, I would stand in front of the congregation and sing. So that's where my singing career basically started. But as mm-hmm. far as uh, opera is concerned, I got to know about opera in 2001. Um, I was just watching TV, and there was this ad on TV, and they were using the the, the Lacme duet. And for <laughs> I me, know. Uh, at 16, I was just so amazed or touched by something that I that really sounded supernatural. Because you'd never I'd heard opera before. It. No, and I, I remember watching TV. I remember just loving watching TV and not being aware even uh, about, you know, orchestral or movie scores, you know, because they use a lot of, of classical, uh, you know, themes for, for, for movies. But no, and I, I, when I think about it now, I think it is just the power of the human voice because the, the combination of those two voices really spoke to my soul. So I went to my high school teacher the following day and I asked him what it was. I didn't even know it was opera. It had a name. (laughs) He told me it's called opera. And then I said, can human beings do it? (laughs) Because it sounded so supernatural. I could not believe that we have such a gift, you know. And then, of course, at that that time, I knew that if you teach me, I could do it because my my grandmother taught me how to sing. 
So teach me. So I demanded my high school teacher to teach me and the rest is history. And you really have. I mean, it's an incredible story. You've made it to the very, very top of your game, becoming one of the most sought after sopranos in the world. But I want to know, what do you feel was the the biggest stumbling block in getting to where you wanted to go as a woman? I think uh, women have been fighting a long battle since Eve. (laughs) 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 But as far as I'm concerned, as a woman, as a young person, I have to probably thank my, my family. I had quite powerful women in my household from my grandmothers, both from, you know, from my mom and my dad, and then, of course, my mom. And I've just been supported by those pillar women that when I ventured into the unknown, I was always met by powerful women on, along the way, you know, from my voice teacher in the University of Cape Town, Virginia Davis, being mm. introduced by another powerful woman, Nolifefe Chabe, who unfortunately passed away, who saw the gift in me, or like it's been quite an an extraordinary adventure, but at the the very same time, it required a lot of faith on my path as a a human being first. And as a woman uh, in jumping into this full ocean of, of unknown, it required a lot of faith and courage, of course, but it has never been an easy journey because if it, that, if it was easy, then everybody would do it. So in a sense, it has been a human experience that has not only challenged me um, you know, to be better and to be a better human being or to grow also as a woman or as an artist. It's, it's truly been a venture of, of, of a mixture of wonderful experiences that are needed for me to be Mm. a full human being so that I can be able to express my art on the global stage. You talk about um, the ocean of the unknown. I mean, going to Europe and going to, you know, the big theatres around the world, how have you found that? I mean, do you miss home? How long have you been gone? And have you learned to speak Italian, for instance, and French? Ma certo, sono italiana, che dice Italiana, a bella, bella. <laughs> That's amazing. So, um, I, I, it was tough at the beginning. It was really, really tough. But when there's a wheel, there's always a way. And I have to, again, thank my family because they reminded me how adventurous and ambitious I was, you know, in taking this, in this path and saying that I'm going to go to the world and conquer the world and, you know. And so moving into Milan in 2009 was a huge change, of course. And without speaking any Italian, of course, I thought I spoke Italian because I could say ciao, come stai bene, grazie. <laughs> and pasta. I got, to Milan, <laughs> I got to Milan and I found that, no, the translation for musicians <laughs> not actually the spoken language, so I need to learn the Italian because in our course in the University of Cape Town, we were offered, um, you know, because you can't just sing without knowing what, you, what you're singing about, so we would sure. learn to translate. But I was able to actually learn quite quickly because of our culture in South Africa, hearing so many other languages, you know, so used to that, mm. and me having that musical ear, that I was able to actually master the I mean, to speak the language in three months. Um, so 
but also I have to thank the, the, the Italian teacher at the time who said to my colleagues, if you love pretty, don't speak to her in English. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was really forced to speak quite quickly. Now I speak fluent Italiano. And to tell you, you know, as a global citizen, I am learning these wonderful languages and it's truly, truly remarkable. You really are not just the toast of the town, but of all of Europe. And we're very, very proud of you here in South Africa for what you've achieved. Um, Pretty, I want to talk about Women's Month here in South Africa. As you know, um, one of the biggest problems that we face as women in our country is the issue of gender-based violence. How do you, you know, think we can solve it? You know, every time I read about it, I, I, my heart just sinks because uh, when we meet the people that we think they love us, we, we, we feel protected, we feel nurtured, we feel sharing, we feel all goodness. But more often than not, us as young women in this time, now and again, we hear somebody being you know, killed. It hurts. You know, I asked my dad about it. We were talking about it. And my dad reckons that, you know, more than just the, the, the difficulty of our times, but our boys are not taught how to be men. And it's unfortunate that, you know, it's a lot of things. Mental illness, mental health is also a big part of it. And so I'm very sorry that we are faced with such cruelty in the name of love. And I pray that this really gets resolved soon because we are the future. And in order for us to have the the coming world, we need to take care of one another as our mothers and fathers have done in the past. You know, and so it's really, really a concerning issue that makes me become speechless because in the name of love, there's been just too many, too many, too many people, you know, hurting one another and mortally hurting one another. And it's, it's really, really bad. I'm, I'm, I feel very ashamed of the situation as a human being. And I, I can't mm. wait for it to be resolved. Mm. The other pandemic that we are facing, of course, is that of the COVID-19. And many theatres and concert venues remain dark at the moment because of the COVID-19 pandemic. But New York's Metropolitan Opera have launched a groundbreaking series of recitals featuring, well, some of the biggest names in opera performing live via satellite from around the globe. And I see that you will be performing from an historic location in Zurich on the 7th of November as part of that series, which I think is so, so exciting. Tell us more about that. It's absolutely exciting. I mean, in a time where everything has just, you know, come to a halt, maybe for good reasons, but in a very cool way, um, there's always the beacon of hope, you know, for as far as humanity is concerned, because we always push through. And I believe that, you know, even during this time, we're going to push through. So the mat really is one of my uh, close uh, artistic homes. And uh, they, 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 they approached me and asked if I wanted to be part of the series. And of course, I was very happy to be part of the series. I'll be actually doing a, 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 a duet because I'll be singing with uh, uh, Javier Camarena. And uh, we will be doing, obviously, best canto stuff and fireworks and fun stuff as we always do. We recently performed together in La Fille du Regiment at the, at the match, so it's really, really wonderful whenever we get to 
to collaborate. So we are excited about the concept. We're working on the program and repertoire, and uh, we believe it's going to be special. It's going to be very special, and we'll all be watching. Classic 1027 is right behind you. All our listeners are behind you. South Africa's behind you. And I'm just so, so excited for you. And Pretty, um, we are a music radio station, as you know. So let's play yes. some music. And you've selected the beautiful waltz Je veux vivre from your latest album, Dreams, for us to listen to this afternoon. Why did you choose this particular aria? I chose this particular aria because I, I feel that there's always this will to just live and be free because the soul is meant to explore and live and outlive any kind of hardship. When, uh, when um, um, Juliette sang the aria, she was just hopeful that she wants to be free and let me live, you know. So I, it's like a dedication in our time that may we find that spirit of pushing through and looking beyond what's happening right now. All the things that are saying, you know, it's like the worst time of our life. But can we look forward? Can we make better dreams? Can we have more empathy towards one another? Can we dream bigger? Can we make the world a better place? So that's why I thought it would be appropriate for me to say because I believe each and every person who's probably listening to this interview knows that in their hearts they want to live. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's take a listen to you, Pretty Yende, singing Je veux vivre from the opera Romeo et Juliette by Charles Gounod. Ah, c'était vraiment merveilleuse. That was Je veux vivre, and that was the choice of my very, very special guest on today's show, internationally renowned South African soprano, Pretty Yende. That's off her album, Dreams. Pretty, with the benefit of hindsight, if you could go back in time to those early days in Petritif, what would you tell your much younger self? Oh, pretty girl. 
don't worry. <laughs> it always works <laughs> out in the end. <laughs> oh, I, love I would that. tell myself that, you know. It might not happen when you want it in the time that you expected to want it or in a way that you want it. But it, like, trust the process. Trust the process and be kind to yourself. You know, the, 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 the kind of, the, the way you share the kindness to everybody else, don't forget you. <laughs> oh, I like that. Pretty, if you had just one piece of advice for the women of South Africa, and I know so many of them look up to you, what would that be? I would say to each and every one of us, because we are one, unity is power, and we are able to love one another. We are able to celebrate one another. We are able to light one another because the more we are together, the more we can heal the world because we are mothers, we are nurturers. We are, we are so much more than just uh, looking down at each other. We are more powerful when we support one another, love one another, so that the world can express and, and enjoy love through seeing us being together. And you've certainly shown um, that anything is possible. I mean, to go from Petritif to those grand theatres around the world is just amazing. Pretty, thanks so much for joining me on the show this afternoon. It's really been such a great honour chatting to you, and I wish you every single success in your career going forward. You've made us all so proud here in South Africa, and I hope we get to meet someday in person soon. Merci bien, grazie, thank you, mia bonga. Thank you very, very much. Bye, bye, donkey. <laughs> thank you. That was the wonderful South African soprano, the inspiring, the uber-talented, the beautiful, the magnificent, the pretty, the fearless, pretty Yende.